Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. Hello. Ooh, how's it going? Oh man, I just got back from picking up my my oldest from theater. Yeah. Uh, what 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 show is it? What show are they doing? Oh, they're just doing like a, a play on fairy tales. Oh. Okay. So it's like uh, he's playing a step wicked stepsister in Cinderella. <laughs> nice. But there's I guess there's supposed to be some fun twist to it. I don't know. He's even wearing a wig and a dress and everything. And I was like, that's how it's they a, did it in the olden days. Uh, Candace, I'm gonna blow your mind. It's gonna be a sleepaway camp ending. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, excuse me, by the way. I've been having I'm getting over a cold and I have allergies, so oh no. <laughs> My asthma's been bothering me, so I'm right there with you. I, I can start coughing in solidarity with you ladies if that'll that'll help. Yeah, that'll help. <laughs> Who doesn't cough? <laughs> oh my god, pets. When have I when did I become the new Steve and you're all in my lap? Yeah, oh my god. There's what? a lot of pets right now, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. many. Two, two cats in I'm, I'm gonna put the lap. cats upstairs. Okay, sounds good. And of course that makes the dog nervous who's next to me, so this is great. <laughs> All right, kids, go to theater camp or whatever. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, I was like, they need to wrap it up now because I have to go record. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wrap it up, three little pigs. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then he. Oh, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, and, then, and then he's like, oh, I have a social studies test tomorrow I haven't studied for. And I'm like, well, I guess you better get on it then while you're eating dinner. <laughs> because <laughs> i have to go record it, look if it's one of those things like if you have to like study last minute maybe you just deserve to fail i'm just, I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> i was like how i was like how long have you known about this test he's like since last friday <laughs> i'm like well then you should have managed your time better <laughs> right that's what we call a double take you know? <laughs> <laughs> yep exactly <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i was gonna say i'm like Aren't you uh, supposed to be picking up the youngest right about now? Oh, shit. Get in the car. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whoops. You don't want to run your right, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah sorry. It's like, it's like half and half. And I just never remember like who, mm. who does what. So, yeah. That's <laughs> oh, fine. <laughs> Well, as many times as I'm on the grind bit, I never remember their format of how they do things. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Candace, what have you been consuming? 
Huh? <laughs> what? It's like, an odd question to ask me out of nowhere. If I, uh, get on the show, but this isn't like a three year old episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> Long ago, back before our time, way, way before there were turtles. The world was ruled by dinosaurs. They were big. They were awesome. And they really knew how to party. Go jump in a crater. I know your parents are supposed to be like these brilliant scientists or something. But I always wonder how they really make a living in here. To me, positive you know what you're doing. Do you want to see dinosaurs or not? Tim, Jamie, and Mick. Three great kids are about to become three brave heroes when they enter another dimension. That was no earthquake. And come face to face with the most colossal prehistoric adventure ever. Look, this concerns the fate of Source City. The Rockies have taken almost everything we have, and now they're going to melt the city down. Great. I'll bring the marshmallows. Join them for the journey to Soar City. Be there for the science fiction fable with Thunder Lizards. I want it now, Link. Now! Cave dwellers. Wouldn't be talking about brains if I was you, Sour. And the hippest dudes from the primordial ooze. But can they save the planet? Excuse me, boys. I was looking for somebody who was supposed to be getting off. <laughs> yes! Dinosaurs! Starring Bowie, the far-out pterodactyl. What with all the rockies? Cops, the total triceratops. Rex, the red tyrannosaurus. And the wacky rockies. See Adventures in Dinosaur City. Gimme Claw. Destined to be the biggest hit in 50 million reptilian years. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything Other Rebels. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Oh, we are kicking off Dinovember with 1991's. Adventures in Dinosaur City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, but babe. Steve. We're not alone for this one. Oh, thank God. That's right. We had to get for this 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 harrowing tale oh. of true horror. I'm definitely carrying over from October. Yeah. We had to get the one, the only Candace from the Bloody Bits Horror Show. Welcome, Candace. Woo! Hell yeah. Let's talk dinosaurs. Yeah. Open the door, get on the, the floor. floor. Everybody, Everybody do that dinosaur. <laughs> I mean, we did cover Jurassic World Dominion on our podcast, even though it's a horror podcast. We still did oh, it. Yeah, that's a horror movie. Oh, we're, we're, these are horror yeah, movies. Say, we're talking about that one like next week. So, <laughs> right there with you. <laughs> ah, the one that ripped off my childhood trauma. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Flaming Teeth was my family story. Spoilers, no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jurassic was it Jurassic World Dominion is the uh, Halloween H two O of the Jurassic Park franchise. I don't know, <laughs> six or seven. Yeah, one is just that, like, oh, it's fallen so far. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a definite step down for sure. <laughs> so, Candace, on because mm-hmm. I, I have to share now because I'm sure you're confused. Uh, in in Jurassic Park Dominion, the scene where the grasshoppers are flying while on fire. Yeah. Uh, so when I was a kid, we we had uh, a little small sort of urban farm. Like we were on like a quarter of an acre sort of near in the suburbs-ish of a very small town. Mm-hmm. And we had we had goats, little African pygmy goats. And uh, one summer, the we got a hornet's nest in the goat pen that was underground. They were like the digging bees. And Ugh. they kept attacking my poor goats. So we tried everything. My like my dad tried to like poison them, tried to just like bury the hole, whatever, couldn't get rid of them. So one night, my dad, very much a little drunk, or a lot drunk, uh, poured gasoline down the hole. Oh no. And threw a cigar down the hole. Oh no. <laughs> so it turns out the hole had multiple exits, we discovered, across the goat pen. Also, bees can fly well, hornets can fly while on fire. Oh, Jesus. And so then we had flaming angry hornets chasing us and our little pygmy goats. And then they started trying to land on the roof. The the flaming hornets, not the goats. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so then my poor sister, who was like seven, my dad pretty much just threw up onto the roof, like, because she was the lightest, and then handed her the hose, and she had to stand on the hose, or stand on the roof hosing down the uh the roofs of the bees wouldn't catch it on fire while trying to dodge flaming hornets and uh my my wonderful mom had been doing dishes watched the whole thing grabbed the cat the guinea pig and was just sitting in her truck listening to music waiting to see if the house was burning down <laughs> oh my god <laughs> amazing Listening, so, just listening to talking heads i'm assuming in the car <laughs> oh, it's, my, it's my mom it's moody blues <laughs> This sounds I like what <laughs> this sounds Her like house is on fire. This sounds like one of those uh gender reveal parties that have gone wrong. <laughs> Hornet reveal party. I'm not sure what sex they're, that means. They're on fire. <laughs> so I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say don't try and burn ground bees out. Go ahead and just hire a professional. Uh no problem. <laughs> Plan on it. <laughs> If I can pay somebody to do it and not do it myself, I'm I'm in that camp. Right? Yeah. No, that's exactly where I'm at now. <laughs> My family taught me anything. It's hire a professional. <laughs> 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 I see if we can do with my family this week. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hire the professional and don't allow them to call the professionals. Uh, anyway, babe, I don't know about you. Uh, bring up that childhood trauma. I could go for a drink. I'm way too sober for this shit. <laughs> so, so yeah. So anyway, dress part Dominion ripped off my childhood. <laughs> we get to hear all about it next week. How did they know? <laughs> <laughs> they listened to this podcast. That's right, you hacks. <laughs> All right, we have from Squatters Craft Beers, Top Rising Tropical Double IPA. It is 9% alcohol by volume. (laughs) Top Rising, a tropical double IPA. Our brewers don't get out much, but when they do, they come home with more than a sunburn. 
Our much beloved double IPA is testing the tropical waters with notes of mango and citrus derived entirely from exotic ops. Pass the conch, hold the fruit. Okay. <laughs> All right, I will. I'm going to pop the stop. It's all. And the pour. Yeah, beautiful dark straw colored beer. Has a very effervescent uh, off white head. Lots of large bubbles. Large bubbles. Yep, smells, uh, smells like Ooh. grapefruit, honestly. Yeah, definitely grape fill initially. Uh, sorry, grapefruit. Initially, a little citrus uh, of the uh, maltier backbone and stuff. Ooh, good stuff. Does, yeah, Sorry, does it, go ahead. Does anyone actually like grapefruit? I mean, uh, when you mix it with vodka, make a uh, greyhound, yeah. <laughs> I mean, does anyone is just like, ooh, grapefruit juice, and they just start drinking it? Yeah, yeah. So, someone's cutting their grapefruit in half and just, mm, nom, 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 no sugar on this one. <laughs> yeah. they, li they literally make a spoon for grapefruits. A grapefruit spoon. But who, who uses that? Who you does have one that? Day? No, I don't get grapefruits. You're kidding. Yeah, say, do you know anyone who does? Or you just I know do. these things exist, like, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, exotic paintings from Da Vinci. <laughs> They're out there somewhere. Yeah. But also, like, heads up, folks, if you are on a variety of different medications, do not pet. Make sure that uh, you double check the grapefruit interactions because grapefruits uh, counteract it, specifically a lot of heart medications. Oh. Grapefruits will kill you. <laughs> yeah, but you know what won't? Grapefruit flavored hops. No That's grapefruits right. in this. That's right. Just get some of those uh, Idaho 7s or whatever mm -hmm. hops. Now I want to know if there's a crossover between that grapefruit diet craze and people who died of heart attacks or like there is a hundred percent there is that's how oh, they sort of discovered it that, that's oh. pacemakers now that's why they told people to stop having fruit for breakfast if you're on heart medication they just wow. said stop having fruit in general just to be I, safe that's how yeah. i learned <laughs> God damn. stop being gay for breakfast that's wait right. what <laughs> no more grapefruits go for great nuts there you go mm, i am right. a weirdo and i kind of like some great nuts every once in a while yeah. That's uh, Squatters Brewing Hop Rising Tropical Double IPA. It's pretty, it's damn sweet, and it's not going to fuck with your uh, your heart medications. So. Yeah, you'll be fine. Well, I mean, it might. <laughs> I mean, not not more than other alcohol. It's not gonna, you know what? I'll throw this out there. It'll make it more effective. <laughs> Steve is not a doctor. <laughs> he does not even play one on this podcast. It's, it's true. Claims have not been investigated. <laughs> right. Uh, still in research. Yeah. Um, Candace, are you drinking anything on your end? I have a year 3000 Coca-Cola. I know you have you guys. Does tried it taste the, like new Coke? I don't I don't know what new Coke tasted like. I never had it. It tastes like uh, you remember the fruit stripe gum? Oh, oh, yeah. It tastes like that. You know that brief second of deliciousness and like all the flavors all at once? It's like yeah. this, but you're sipping it all the time. It's pretty uh, good. Okay, but it doesn't disappear after two and a half chews? Nope. <laughs> nope, you're good. <laughs> Have you? I know My you guys like to figure out why we went through like a pack of fruit strikes gum in like an afternoon. <laughs> yep. That's why. That's how they get you. They were smart. That's right. I know you guys <laughs> like the, the Mountain Dew flavors. Have you tried the new Voodoo? Not yet. Uh, we're actually going to be doing it tomorrow for yeah. episodes. <laughs> it's good. I think it's better yeah. than last year's. Yeah, last year's was like fucking sweet tarts. I, we we still have a few of those and just like can't give them away. We so. also still have a few flaming hots. Oh yeah, flaming hots. 
And I think you have a Liberty yeah. Dew around here somewhere from like oh, lockdown. <laughs> might it might be on the uh, Liberty Dew? Yeah, like from like last July or whatever. It was like yeah. red, red, white Dew. Or... Oh yeah, Liberty yeah. Dew. It was Liberty a mix Dew of Code Red. Yeah. Uh, one of the light out and uh, voltage or some other. So. Yeah, because like... yeah, we we sipped it and then we tried just mixing them. We preferred <laughs> actually just mixing them. Yeah, <laughs> you can control it. <laughs> Speaking of mixing up 1991's Adventures in Dinosaur City. Nailed it. <laughs> From director Brent Thompson. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, you might know him from Not Since Casanova. No? All right. How about this? <laughs> uh, the Haunted World of Edward D. Wood Jr. Not to be confused with Ed Wood. Yeah. Well, that's... Mm. Yeah. I want to see that now. <laughs> I'm You're right. Curious. <laughs> see, Burton did it. Now let's see how the guy who did Adventures in Dinosaur City does it. Um, and then after that, he uh, started writing TV movies like Britannic, Tornado Warning, Blue Demon, Thralls, and Glass Trap. Hmm. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know uh, any of these things. Right. <laughs> Uh, but maybe you know more from the uh, story and screenplay by Willie Baronet and Lisa Morton. Who are they? No. No, let's see. Uh, wow. They did this, and they're but they're producers of Toontown Kids and a 2001 TV movie called Trapped, which is a towering inferno knockoff. <laughs> uh. Oh man! Speaking of telling kids it'll be okay, I watched. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but oh, this is still haunting me. I watched Godzilla, 1954 Godzilla, for mm -hmm. the first time. Never seen it before. Mm. Did not realize how fucking dark that movie is. Oh, did, how... did you watch the Japanese version or the American version? The Japanese version. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's super dark. <laughs> the Criterion Collection version. Ooh. And yeah, there's this point where Godzilla is, you know, rampaging and wrecking the city. And this mother is holding her two kids and she goes, we're going to go see daddy soon. We're going to yeah. see him real yeah. soon. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> this is not my Godzilla. <laughs> no, yeah, no, where, where was that in the Roland Emmerich 97 one? There's no like, shit. <laughs> Godzilla and uh, Godzuki ain't got nothing on the original ones. Uh, so yeah, I uh, guess, real question, Candace, have you seen Shin Godzilla? No, I'm working my way through. I'm starting at the Toho ones. And okay. I'm not going to see everything. I'm sure yeah. there's some I can skip. But I'm yeah. going to slowly just make my way all the way up to modern times. And then I'm going to watch, you know, the uh, the American ones. And then I'm going to watch Godzilla Minus One when oh. that comes out. Yes, it's uh, December when that's coming out? I think it was in December, yeah. I just watched a trailer for it and I was like, ooh, man, that looks really fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed Shin Godzilla. A lot of people, it's it, it has very mixed, especially American uh, reviews. So I am curious when you get there. Mm -hmm. I'm curious too because other people have told me I probably like Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I do. Adventure. Really enjoy Baby Godzilla in that one, <laughs> that particular one. Yeah. <laughs> in that one, Godzilla starts out as sort of like a giant sea creature and then he evolves as he gets on land and there is there's a form one of his mid forms 
I think you will probably love. I kind of want to play love it. Well, I look very much look forward to seeing this. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, and uh, yeah, starring in this movie, uh, probably no one you really heard of, uh, Mark Mortarana as Tops, Tony Doyle as Rex, R.A. Mihailov as Mr. Big, that name sounds familiar, uh, Kevin Thompson as Mr. Small, Omri Katz as Tanny, Sean Hoffman as Mick, Peter Cook, Crutch maybe, as Link. Coke. Yeah, yeah, Coke, there we go. One of the Coke brothers. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Candace, how'd you watch this movie? I watched it on YouTube. I think that's the <laughs> only way you can find it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. movie, they've tried to scrub from the world, which is a shame. We will get there. <laughs> yeah, uh, guys, if you're looking for it on YouTube, uh, it's on there with, uh, I believe it's Russian subtitles. Something. It's not American, I can tell you that Russian much. Russian or Greek, maybe? I don't know. But uh, yeah, a, lot, a lot of math letters kind of thrown in. Yeah. <laughs> Just lines. Yeah, and, uh, but yeah, we, we start off with some credits, and uh, I don't know, for some reason, like, the, the score and everything just reminded me of, like, it looked like like Rocky and Bullwinkle, kind of like like a Hanna Barbera cartoon or something. Just oh, do you old. think these people might have seen a Hanna Barbera cartoon or two? Maybe, maybe rip some of them off. Definitely like, a sixties vibe with mad scientists. <laughs> I'm surprised they weren't any like Mr. Peabody. <laughs> the animation was pretty darn good, though. And oh, I yeah. did like the score. It was like good adventure score. When you yeah. know you're gonna have like a rip roaring good time, but nothing too serious was gonna happen. Yeah, it was kind of. It, it had Elfman, uh, Elfman yeah. notes to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, then we cut to um, basically we cut to my room in 1991 with just dinosaurs all over the walls. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> same. <laughs> all the like like sheets <laughs> and guys. This is before Jurassic Park in ninety one. Like like right. this movie's two years before. Think about it. Okay, that. well mine was <laughs> post, so right. I don't know what your excuse is. <laughs> I'm a man. No, <laughs> I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically, there's uh, three kids, uh, two guys and a girl. They're like just sitting on the floor and. Um, I, I don't know. It's like story time. They're just talking about like, and then the, yeah. the, the only... it's three teenagers and it's broad daylight outside. You can very clearly say, see that. And oh, yeah. they're, they're like covered up all the windows to make it dark. And they have this gigantic candle in the middle of the floor. And I guess they're telling scary stories to each other. These are teenagers. Yeah. Teenagers and, and not camping. Like, yeah. When you're telling stories at home, it's just you're you're a horrible person. No, I don't know. <laughs> you're just trying to traumatize people at that point. <laughs> Plus, they're not even telling scary stories. Come to find out, she makes up stories about dinosaurs. She writes dinosaur fan fiction, yeah, and then she reads it to them. And this is their ritual, I guess. Really, really <laughs> corny and stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it was a uh, startup for Nickelodeon's "Are You Afraid of Dinosaurs." <laughs> And the answer is, you should be. <laughs> you will be. Right. Um, but then, uh, I, I don't know, the, the the youngest kid, Timmy, he's like, this is fucking dumb. Let's read from your journal. And just like jumps up on the bed and pulls out her journal. And is like, oh, I can't wait to be wrapped up by Mick, who's like the other boy in the room or whatever. And just, oh, just feel his sweet embrace. And I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like smiling at him like, yeah, that's right. Then come to find out it's just more of her dinosaur fan fiction. Yeah. 
so they start <laughs> wrestling they start like oh get away from you know give me back my journal and they're like wrestling and stuff dangerously close to this open flame yeah very yeah. dangerously close you know they're probably wearing combustible clothing and 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 you also worry about that white fire that might happen with a little wrestling. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh uh, no, they get stuck. Oh no! Hell, I'm stuck under the bed. <laughs> oh no! So Candace, this year we did a uh, Love on Film Month right before the state of Utah was banned from porn. Utah didn't ban porn. Porn banned Utah. <laughs> um, but uh, Steve did not know that getting stuck in the washing machine was an entire porn genre. Man, I had, to ex- a- I had to explain that to my husband, too. Men are just yeah. so simple. They're so innocent. <laughs> I was going to say, me and your husband are very similar that way. He's like, wait, porn is on the internet? <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I am actually convinced that most guys probably know less about porn than girls because I feel like most guys... Whatever they're into, that's, that's just all. That's just all they look at. They're not. Yeah, that's they're, true. They're not clicking like. They're not searching the dark web for the next. No, pick. no, and they're not clicking the like. Uh, like, like fans also watch. They're just like, no, nope, this is the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're not <laughs> really wrong? like browsing. <laughs> I don't know. Am I wrong or? <laughs> I mean, not not our med, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, we're focused. (laughs) Yeah, Steve, you just can't, you you just can't multitask, apparently. Apparently not. It's like the, uh, it's like the, the new trend on the internet is that how, ask your man how many times he thinks about the Roman Empire every single day. (laughs) <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Actually, my latest wow, group had wow. me ask Steve, and it turns out Steve thinks about Turkish bathhouses about <laughs> five times more than he thinks about the Roman Empire. Wow. <laughs> that is a flip on the head. I told you that in confidence. <laughs> you told me not to tell the, the ladies' room. <laughs> hey, Steve, I think we should remodel the bathroom. I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but first, oil? Do we need to go up to the hot springs, babe? Get it out of your system? Oh, no. <laughs> I don't need the, the Idaho uh, version of yeah, no, the, the Crystal Springs. Oh, like, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. No, the white people version. I want the Turkish version. That's right. <laughs> Get a decent mustache up there. Uh, Do they have hummus at that one? Then I don't want to know. <laughs> also, fun fact about Steve when he was recovering from surgery, he lived almost entirely off of goldfish crackers and hummus. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh that is a bad <laughs> combo. <laughs> well, sorry we lost the connection, Candace. Uh, no. <laughs> Not together, in other tiny yeah. little separate bites. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like dipping the goldfish into the hummus that's why i made that noise <laughs> i got an idea <laughs> now same way back in the movie we uh we, we cut to science scientist sciencing um i we, we first off we're not told that there's scientists in this movie it just kind of pops up so it's like wait is this a lab office thing nope it's like in the basement or or like the garage it's in basically. The, the detached yeah. garage yeah that's right it's in the garage and uh, it basically looks like cuts from Honey, I Shrunk the Dimensional Rift because they got the same laser from that movie and they're shooting it at a, a big TV, a big screen TV back in 1991. 
and apparently I mean, it's opening it's up a hill. Big. Yeah, it's I mean a, that yeah, would have cost like what fifteen thousand dollars or something in nineteen ninety one. Oh yeah, and it can only be moved by like a semi truck or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like <laughs> it's it's being transported like the raptor at the beginning of Jurassic Park. <laughs> but. <laughs> But yeah, apparently they're, they're like tossing, I think it was an orange or something like into this dimensional rift that they opened and then it gets thrown back and they're like, Eureka! Yeah, I didn't know what the hell was happening. Yeah. I was watching this with my eight-year-old daughter and she was asking me what was happening. I was like, I have no idea. They, they did science? They made orange juice? <laughs> yeah, my, next, like, my next note is, they did it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it came back. Smashed, but it came back. Cool. But they didn't do anything to make it come yeah. back. If I threw an orange to that television right there without the uh, Zelensky <laughs> ray or whatever fire it had it, do you think it would bounce back and probably splash open? Maybe. Right. Maybe you need a bigger TV. Uh, I think the dog just groaned. He's like, you're not going to do it. You don't have the balls. Anyway. But yeah, no, he would prefer you to throw bacon at the screen and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it disappeared. Don't go through it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would be here to help you with the um, uh, consequences of your actions. <laughs> uh, but uh, luckily for the kids, oh man, we got that new tape. It's the new fully animated Soar City cartoon that we Soar love. Yeah. City. Yeah. Soar City. That is a terrible name for a children's show. Sore city. <laughs> He's making like say sour sour city. Sour city. Sour city. That sounds pretty good. Sour city. Sour city. <laughs> Why the hell have old west accents? I really don't know. No, no, babe. It's better. They don't have uh, old west accents. They got yeah, like Fetty's gangsters accents. Yeah, it, they do. Yeah, and also, this is where I was like, oh, they're just ripping off the Flintstones, I see. And Dude, Night yeah. on Bald Mountain for Fantasia. Yes, oh, yeah. and is, it's to yes. the underdog theme. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's everything yeah. in this is completely ripped off. It's literally yeah. the same animation. They didn't even change anything, my, except for my, some colors. Yeah, my guess is this is why you can't find this movie other than the, I don't know, Turkish ah. subtitled VHS rip, whatever, because Hanna-Barbera oh. just won't allow it. Oh, I'm sorry, you mean the bathhouse edition? That's right. <laughs> Fucking Disney won't allow it. They ripped off Disney in that montage, too. Yeah. But, um, oh, and also, like, it, it, it's the underdog theme, and then they throw in the boom, boom, shakalaka, boom, boom, and we're like, fuck yeah, everybody yeah. do the dinosaur. <laughs> and then... By the way, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, look up uh, Was Was Not Do the Dinosaur. And be sure to keep your eyes open for the one-armed lady drummer. Oh. Yeah. She's taking a Neil Perth route. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and we cut back to the, the lab. And uh, the scientists realize, oh shit, we're late for our flight that's leaving right now. And I'm like, well then you might as well just stay home because the flight's gone. <laughs> but uh, nope, they're like, hey kids, um, we gotta go, so uh, no primate business, and uh, whatever you do, don't do it alone. What? And the, 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 the daughter's boyfriend's name is Mick, and the dad keeps calling him Dick. Yeah. 
yeah. which I, I was like, yeah, I would do that, but it wouldn't be because I was, you know, absent-minded. <laughs> be like, oh, sorry, Dick. Oh, I and- did I say it again. I'm sorry, Dick. <laughs> sorry, Dick. I mean, Mick. Okay, so I was completely confused on the relationship yeah, of the three kids. Right, bring this up. In the opening scene, I was under the impression that the girl was the big sister to the little boy, and yeah. that was her boyfriend. That's what I Turns thought. Turns out they're not movie. dating because yeah, they're, they're, they're not friends. dating, and they're not brother and sister either. No, apparently what? they're just friends. Yeah, and the blonde girl is babysitting the little boy. Yeah, because they say we'll get to it, but they say later when they uh. To the little boy. Well, you're the only one who lives here. Well, and no, well, and, or they're your parents. And, and I don't think she's babysitting either because Timmy's in charge. I'm like, why the fuck would the youngest one be in charge other than oh, he's the the child of the two scientists, and the other two are just the friends over, do have for whatever. And, and I'm like, okay, cool. I did not pick the entire movie. I thought that was the dynamic here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> like anything in this good. movie, not well explained. But yeah, you pick it up and it's like, wait, why is the little kid in charge? And wait, they're not brother and sister? Oh, uh, he makes a joke to his parents. He's like, what if I call a 1976 number? Yeah, 976 evil, baby. It's Yeah, I know. And I started laughing and my, my daughter's like, what's that? And I had to explain 1900 numbers to my daughter. I was like, <laughs> I was like, back in the day, back when this movie was made, we didn't have cell phones and we didn't have the internet. <laughs> we had phones literally hooked up to the wall. That's why it was called a landline. I like had to go into all this detail with her, and she's like, "That's and she's dumb. like taking notes." <laughs> <laughs> she's expecting you to pull out like hieroglyphics to explain this stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, so well, I, when I was a nanny, and this is back in like 2007. Whoa. Yeah. Um, when I was a nanny, uh, the, the kids were two and a half and five. And for a whole week, the DVD player was down. It was like during the summer. So nobody was in school. We were just hanging out. So during the heat of the day in Sacramento, so it's 108, we watched movies. And mom and dad had like, you know, hey, we're like, you guys can watch these movies. And, you know, these these channels, we're fine with it. Uh, so the DVD player broke and the satellite was out because it was too hot and everything fried. So dad dug out the VHS player. And having to explain to a two and a five-year-old, we have to rewind the tape to watch it again. Was what? <laughs> like telling them they have to grow a second head before dinner. <laughs> like they're just like, no, just start it over. Like, no, no, nobody. So <laughs> that's yeah, I think I told you guys before about how I had to explain live TV to my children because they never <laughs> encountered it before. <laughs> Turn on Spongebob. Well, this is Nickelodeon, so turn on Spongebob. That's not how it works. <laughs> it just comes on when it comes on. No, no, Mom, when I turn on NTV, I'm watching Ridiculousness. I know how this works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You said 2007, and I was like, oh, it's just a few years ago. What are you talking about? <laughs> right? <laughs> and then you're like, wait, that was before the Dark Knight. No! <laughs> Guys, that is like 15 years ago now. Shut up. So anyway. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. 1999 was like 15 years ago, right? Like yeah, seven. definitely. Like so. Okay. So yeah. So all right. Where are we? Oh right, yeah. So so yeah, the kids are being left there just to do whatever while they're, I guess, flying to some dimensional rift conference or whatever, like interdimensional studies or whatever they said it was. I don't know. It doesn't matter. And so the kids are like, 
hey, I know where we can watch this, uh, no, what this they video say on is, a big TV. What they say is, I have a volcanic idea. And that is a oh, phrase yeah. that they will use over, that's volcanic. What the hell does that mean? I got a volcanic Explosive. idea. Explosive. <laughs> oh, by, by, by the way, babe, give me, give me, give me claw. Is what they say like four times. In yeah, this give me claw. You're like, stop, stop. You're not going to make it a thing. No, not no, a no, It's totally going to be a thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so yeah, they got the the giant TV there with the Zelensky ray or whatever, and uh, they put the the Source City VHS tape in there. See, kids, back in the nineties. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they started up, and uh, I don't know. They comment about how it smells like OJ and stuff in there. It's like, all right, well, whatever. But then. Uh, I don't know. The cameraman starts shaking the camera and they start acting like the room is shaking. <laughs> and then uh, they basically just get like zapped into the TV. Yeah. Video drew him eat your heart out. Yeah. And then, uh, and then they basically go into this other world by being thrown through doors. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, okay, so are they just going to be spit back out the other side? Like the orange? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's I, what happened. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't luckily, know either. Luckily, they they have no idea where they are. But there's a uh, pterodactyl there talking to them, and they can ask for directions. Wait, what? <laughs> the dinosaurs look pretty good in this movie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I I think it's the leftovers from the dinosaurs TV series. That's yeah. what I, I was thinking. The exact same thing because the way they walk in them and the way their mouths move, I was like, yeah, this well, reminds me of dinosaurs. We'll get to it, but I'm pretty sure the T Rex. Like head is either just it is just like a replica of the boss from dinosaurs. They just didn't yeah. put him in a pet the suit. Sure. The tri- sorry, yeah. the Triceratops. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. plus it- well the the friend the well the T Rex looks like the friend from dinosaurs. Isn't yeah. it T Rex? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and and all these all these things we're gonna see in this movie gonna pop up in Theodore Rex four years later. Right? But I think it was filmed like six months later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, the pterodactyls uh, accusing them of being Iraqi spies. And I'm like, I'm sorry, did you say Iraqi or? No, guys. <laughs> see, see, this is a, a world where there's dinosaurs and cavemen and they're in, uh, I guess, an endless feud or whatever. And so it's Rocky, like, you know, rocks and Flintstones and whatnot. Yeah, those damn rocks. And plus the not so subtle implication that there is dinosaur on human sex happening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so much so- of it. <laughs> yeah i mean come on candace if you were a rocky you saw those dinosaurs come on <laughs> you, I mean, and you saw true. the other rockies <laughs> we're begging for it but, uh, <laughs> by the way when the the one of the rockies come on and i'm like wait that's brendan from what were they thinking what the hell is he doing in this movie <laughs> did we accidentally put in copperhead <laughs> the movie check it out guys uh but uh <laughs> i don't know the 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 cavemen basically show up and they're like interrogating this little pterodactyl. They're like, oh, oh God, we. Do you I don't know what they were name? asking him for. Do you ever learn oh, the, uh, the pterodactyl? Fora? Fori? I don't know. We were, I never we were trying to it. figure it out the whole movie. It's Fori. Yeah, it's like Fori or Fora or. Where they tried to be like an R2D2, like a dinosaur one. Fori. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's right. They're, they're like, I'm like, yeah, where's where's the sore? Like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. And basically, just end up finding some other dinosaur that has a little baby, and they take it away, like 
And I'm like, oh boy, is this going to be like one of those like taking them to concentration camp kind of? Well, there is some definite concentration camp stuff happening. I even have a nice, fun concentration camp uh, pun coming up (laughs) later on in the movie. (laughs) That's what we call a teaser. Um, so yeah, basically, I, I don't know, they take the dinosaur or the baby away, and then the pterodactyl goes, oh no, they've taken her away, now that means the volcano's gonna go into full meltdown in 24 hours, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck? Was that, was that baby what was holding the volcano from exploding? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so yeah, then fart jokes. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, of course, because the fat guy's ripping ass constantly. So funny. And apparently it smells really bad too, guys. But I the best part about this scene though is when they're like trying to sneak past this sleepy rocky guard who's just farting away or whatever. Yeah, and I said, You shall not pass gas. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a big bold red letter joke for everybody right there. Uh but also the little uh, Fourie or whatever the little pterodactyl guy is like looking at the girl's ass as they're like leaving, and I'm like, uh, yeah, movie, movie, let's let's not do this. <laughs> yeah, then they just kidnap him. Yeah. Well, they they, they kidnap the little dinosaur because he's like, I'm not going with you, and they just pick him up and, <laughs> and, and like shut him. up and get in my pocket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, and they and they do like. Oh no! I saw the episode where you said thought you couldn't fly anymore, but I promise you can fly. You're just scared. Uh, how do you know so much about my life? Who the fuck are you, man? <laughs> and then, okay, so they sneak past the guard, and they're like, "Oh man, I don't even know where we are. This is all your fault, Timmy." And I'm like, "What? What? Okay, why are we already at this game? Let's just find out where the fuck we are. Get out of here. Whatever." But they're like, "Oh yeah, you're in your favorite TV show. This is uh, the greatest day of your life." Guys, if you could be in your favorite uh, TV show world, what, what world would it be? I always want to be in the worlds of the CW shows like Supernatural and Vampire Diaries, where it's constantly mm. fall. It's fall all the time. You know, and what, they have Gilmore those, like, Girls because we've yeah. seen every episode of Supernatural, and you'd want to be stuck. You, you want to be in the show. first four seasons. Well, no, I've, I mean I've seen Supernatural as well. It's one of my favorite shows, but just like wait, wait but do, have you seen all the seasons? No, I have not. I stopped. Ah, 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 we spite watched it. <laughs> Ugh, no, the last you. seven seasons are a spite watch. Yeah, we, we need to find uh, someone who's actually seen all of Supernatural. That, that's uh, like finding uh, someone who's seen all of The Simpsons, though. I know, <laughs> but the thing is, like, Supernatural is attainable with COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we we watched all of that fucker. <laughs> Don't well, tell us you're a super fan. <laughs> that's, I mean, I love that show, but I mean, I knew when to stop. <laughs> I didn't want to sully its memory. We are we are currently working our way through Murder She Wrote, which is uplifting for how many people die. Yes, I still don't want to be in that world. Yeah, um, and uh, the Highlander. The Highlander. <laughs> don't want to be in that world. One. I don't want to have to learn how to keister a sword. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming that's where they keep it because the swords just come out of nowhere. Swords bigger than their to... coats come pop out of nowhere. So can I just live in the world of the Great British Baking Show? Can I just live in the town? Oh, you mean <laughs> British estates? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's where I want to live. That's yeah, that I... seems right. I just want to eat baked goods. I asked a similar question on the Bloody Bits Horror Show, and I was like, if you could live in a movie world, which movie world would you want to live in? 
because I said Halloween Town in Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that's a good it. one. It's Halloween all year round. Everybody's a freak. They let you do unsanctioned experiments whenever you want. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> Look, learning a lot about uh, candles right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no governments. <laughs> yeah, you think Jack the Pumpkin's hit? You, you saw the streets there. You think Jack the Pumpkin King's collecting taxes? Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. Uh, I'm like trying to think. Like, I remember there was a movie. I forget the name of it, but is a uh, Ricky Gervais, and he was in a world where like nobody knew what lying was. Oh, and, that does sound and he, like, like he invented lying or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And so he was just using to like, no, that I totally did that. And they're like, oh well, then you must have because that's what you said. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, let me Google it. It's something like it's called like the invention of lying or some something on point like that but that that would that would just be fun just to fuck with people i think yep the invention of life hey there we go <laughs> well you're so, that you, so you did remember oh. the name so you lied Ha-ha! 2009 <laughs> Ugh. yeah sounds about right <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something i watched in denver for some reason <laughs> uh i don't know can i live in the world of link yeah zelda Oh, I, I was thinking uh, oh, oh, <laughs> Link with Nick and Elizabeth Shoe and Monkey Brothers. But... Uh, oh, oh no. Don't <laughs> I mean there. That is <laughs> that is where Steve wants. Oh, but Steve yeah. wants to be a monkey butler. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to be Terrence Stamp. I wanna <laughs> I wanna be monkey butler watching Elizabeth Shoe. I, fr- I figured you want to live in the Congo. <laughs> mm, see you would think that, but it's a little humid and uh mm. war torn ball swampy. <laughs> That's true. You get yeah, war torn yeah, on your junk. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I would rather be the white guy in the Congo, but Oh, you you wanna live with uh Mighty <laughs> Joe Young? Live in that, that little protected zoo? Oh yeah, me me as Bill Paxton with Shulis Theron. And... Yeah. Oh no, no, you know where I wanna be? Huh. Rampage. Rampant. You want to be the rock? Mm. I am the rock. <laughs> You're taller than the rock. I mean, <laughs> you can also boy, be though. John Winchester in that movie. And oh yeah, that's right. Oh no, it's it's part of the universe. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, cool. that's where they, when he said he was hunting, that's what he was hunting. Guide you. <laughs> uh, all right, glad we can answer that. <laughs> no, um, oh yeah, so yeah, so they're like. Uh, Hey, we uh, we've seen all the shows, so we know what's going on. We can run this joint. Let's just have some fun. And so they go to Tar Town, and uh, yeah, Tar Town—that's yeah. where you want to live. Well, on yeah. the way to Tar Town, don't they get attacked? Uh, did or they? did they already go to Tar Town and then they get attacked? I thought they were like in that. Uh, this movie is very confusing. It makes no sense. I thought yeah. in that cave area where they teleported in, there was a map. And they were like, oh, if we get here through this cemetery that we don't yeah. know about. Yeah, then we're going to get attacked yeah, by yeah. the Rockies because there's like a like a way station or something. Yeah, so they cut through the graveyard or whatever. And they're like, we can't go through the graveyard. No one ever comes back from the graveyard. <laughs> I mean, it's accurate. That's accurate how he sounds. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because this movie does have like a very Western vibe to it. Especially oh, yeah. when you get to Tar Town. But everybody's got these Bronx accents, or trying to anyway. Yeah, like it, 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 yeah, like like a film noir kind of. Like everybody's got like the Greta, 
like the, all the girls have like the Greta Garbo thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah they totally do. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're gonna get him. You see, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Edward G. Robinsons walking around. But, you know, with a little gravel in their voice because, you know, they're dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, they they apparently need to go to Tartown to get to find Rex, who's like the hero of this world. And because th- he's going to help them get th- the fuse. And I'm like, the what? OK, cool. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I, meanwhile, we cut back to the I don't know, the, the evil tower where uh, Mr. Big lives. And um they they took the uh, the escaped dinosaur with the baby or whatever to him, and okay, so <laughs> Mister Big is like cloaked, like he you know he's cloaked like he's a mix of like Darth Vader and the Emperor, or whatever. But it's like okay, that's obviously someone in a dinosaur outfit under yeah. a cloak. Let's just look at his outline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, basically like oh, it, it, you allowed all the, these other things to escape or whatever. Or you're allowed to escape in the first place. So like, you deserve a reward. Here, have a cigar. Okay. And then drops him into a fire pit. Oh! By hitting a gong. That's how they open the <laughs> trap door is hitting a gong. Yeah. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, guys. I don't know. And then, uh, I don't know, the kids in 4E, they go to uh, the ex- Extinction Grove, which is the graveyard or whatever. And, <laughs> oh, God, what was the stupid line? Um like, oh yeah, this place is kind of cool. Yeah, as in goodbye, cool world. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, is it a cool world reference? Like, yeah, I guess. Going to cool yeah. world. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, you know what? It's totally a cool world reference because it came out the year before. And it's the exact same thing. Real you life people a- going into a live action cartoon. You know, where's a, a movie world I don't want to live? Cool world. Cool world. <laughs> yeah. Cool world's up there with the uh, Theodore Rex world. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, this, what is it, dinosaur graveyard got me thinking. So, you know, dinosaurs live for millions and millions and millions of years. Yeah. There was already dinosaur fossils when, like, the T-Rex was around. Oh, yeah. The 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 T-Rex lived closer to our time than it lived to when stegosaurs were around. Yeah. So there had to have been, like, fossils there. Oh, yeah. Do you think they were like, what the fuck are those things? (laughs) <laughs> what happened what are to these that crazy guy? looking things and why can't i eat them <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. it was just a, a, a epiphany i had i was like oh my god there was fossils when these things were around <laughs> yeah i just picture a bunch of like ankylosaurs and triceratops just smoking weed around a campfire and just kind of <laughs> like like you see all those things in the sky man yeah. <laughs> what if they're just like Little fireflies or something. Ah. <laughs> oh, speaking of Ankylosaurus, so you know, I've been watching the Toho movies and yeah. I watched uh Godzilla Raids Again, and it's an Ankylosaurus is Angiris because it very clearly says in the beginning of the movie, Oh, I identified it as Ankylosaurus. They're, yeah. a, carni- they're a carnivore. I'm like, No, they're not. No, no they're not. <laughs> Guys, check the teeth. <laughs> I was like, and he, they were known for their sneaky, vicious attacks. I'm like, who would, how could you figure that out? <laughs> <laughs> that, that ball weapon, that ball weapon, then its tail came out of nowhere. And it shows like, Angaris, and I'm like, that's not an Ankylosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it, 
I, what, what I really like to do is like look up uh, like old dinosaur books from like oh yeah uh, like like ones that were in uh, libraries when I was a kid, so like seventies and eighties or whatever, yeah. and just seeing like the uh, the models and like representations and stuff. The pale draggers and screamers. Yep, yep. yep. Oh, I have some <laughs> from the fifties. They're a hoot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and look, I love me some Charles Knight. He was one of the very first uh, dinosaur illustrators. I love his big chunky tail draggers so much. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google Charles Knight. His dinosaurs will come up. They're amazing. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so, so they're wandering around. They go past this like statue of like a dino centurion or something. And I'm like, all right, now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> How often do I think about each your own, you ask? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'll try. And they're, I'll try. They're like going through this map painting of a swamp. And they have to like cross a triceratops skeleton that's like going through the water. And, uh, I, I don't know. Mick starts sharing some story about water trauma or whatever, and then immediately yeah. falls in the water. Who could have seen that coming? Yeah, because at first he, at first you kind of assume he's like a, I don't know, just like an average teen. But I guess he's neurotic. That's what yeah. he said that he's neurotic. I was like, yeah, they okay. change his character definitely. <laughs> like at this point, like he's just a normal guy, and then he's neurotic, and then he has to overcome that. I don't know, guys. He can't be that cool. He hangs out with those other two kids. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the nerdy girl with the glasses. Gross. Oh, yeah. Ponytail and the glasses. Blah. Make me sick. <laughs> never be able to tell she's pretty. She definitely doesn't look like the love interest from Roadhouse. Ew. Ew. No one? All right. Anyway, I'm moving on. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, it's in the water and then, like, something grabs his leg. Ah! And then, I don't know, one of the kids starts kind of, like, trying to beat it with a stick, but, like, can barely touch the water with it. But it works. And then, and then, yeah, this, like, giant water snake comes up out of the water. The Titanoboa. Oh. Because what what did they say it was? Because I, I thought they no said, idea. like, like me Mesosaurus or something. And I'm like, I mean, that's they, also they something. They totally did. Yeah, they were they were acting like it was, like, some sort of plesiosaur. Yeah, but, it, it, yeah, I mean, but yeah, definitely like a Titanoboa. But it's, I, I don't know, like a, like a model of a water snake or whatever they yeah. sell in front of the yeah, camera. it's definitely got a snake head. It's definitely yeah. a snake head. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they just kind of walk away and uh, sunset now as they get into Tar Town. And I noticed that during this time, the girl is carrying the uh, the little dinosaur. And her, the way her sleeve is tucked underneath it, you can tell she's controlling it when it moves its mouth. And I noticed uh. that every time she did that, her eyebrows would move. And I was like, was she like pretending like it was a, a a ventriloquist dummy? Like, was she actually saying the lines while she was holding the puppet? Oh, maybe. <laughs> and then they just end up dubbing it later anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, okay. I mean, that's weird. Worked too hard for this movie. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah save a few bucks. Uh, it sounds like a girl trying to talk through her her teeth or whatever. Yeah, we got to dub it. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, we're just gonna. <laughs> all right, Cindy, stop. <laughs> Take that's two. her. That's her triple threat. She acts, she sings, and she does ventriloquism. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, they get to the tar town. They run into some like drunk dino, um, and I don't know. It, like, yeah, there's the the uh, I don't know the saloon or whatever where gambling's going on. And yeah, like there's gambling. Cheater. They got dino hose. 
Yeah. And I've written down like, man, these costumes are pretty decent, except for those puppets from the ghoulies that are talking. Oh, oh yeah. I, I love the puppets from the ghoulies that he's talking the, about. They're the best part. The bartenders. Yeah. The bartenders are the best part, Steve. I don't Show. know what they're supposed my to mistake. be. You know what? It doesn't even matter what they're supposed to be. <laughs> and then and then we get Steve's favorite part of this entire movie because of how incredibly fucking weird it is. Ladies and gentlemen, Raquel and her million BCs. Da, 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 da. You get the these these cave girls coming up doing a dance I was number. Disappointed that there weren't a million girls with B and C caps. The million BCs. Huh? Oh. But, but they do <laughs> all have gigantic perms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, remember all those movies with cavemen and they always had these like gigantic teased out perms? Oh yeah. That was totally. a look. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, they go into this number, and I don't know if you ladies were listening to the lyrics. Uh <laughs> there's a bunch of like, I dig it when you get primitive, baby. Take that bone and put it in my nose. I did hear that part, yeah, because I was yeah. typing and I looked up like, oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I was, so I'm letting my really children interested. watch this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it goes on for a good, like, solid two minutes while they're, like, you know, walking through and you see all the other, uh, you know, dino actors and stuff in their it's, costumes. It's a dinosaur version of the cantina scene from Star Wars. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but if Madeline Kahn were doing a number in the middle of the <laughs> But uh, yeah, they end up finding uh, Tops, who's Rex's best buddy, his Barney Rubble, you might say. Who? <laughs> and, like, gonna get sued. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they end up meeting. Okay, so I figured it was Rex they were talking to, but then they like mention Rex and he starts talking about his dad and stuff. And I'm like, oh, so this is like Rex's son or something. Right. Like, like this is I don't know in the future like season five and they only know up to season two of the story right <laughs> nope it's Rex guys just it'll save a little confusion later but um but yeah they start telling like Rex you gotta help us you gotta find the fuse otherwise you know the the volcano is gonna do a meltdown and wipe out Tar Town and probably Sore City too Sore City God what a terrible name yeah they couldn't just say Dinosaur City. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh my god, then the title of this movie would be Adventures in Sore City. Yeah. That's a different movie. I, I, I'm sure I'm sure it was probably called Sore City because that was the name of the cartoon or whatever. And then they're like, okay, that's really a stupid fucking name. We gotta say Dinosaur City. Okay, <laughs> Adventures in Dinosaur City. Eh? Eh? We'll have a T-Rex wearing a leather jacket. It'll be great. Well, I picked this movie on the strength of the title alone, so I think it worked. Let's see? If it were Sore City, would you have signed up for it? No, I'd be like, what's well, not February? <laughs> Why is this on here? <laughs> <laughs> Got to go to an X-rated site for it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's like, oh yeah, don't you remember in episode 12 when you did this, this, this? He's like, excuse me, what what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, but uh, Rex is like, yeah, I I, I don't want to do this, man. Like, this, this is dumb. But then a bunch of Rockies show up. <laughs> And uh, there's this little guy just talking shit, and uh, I I don't know. <laughs> he says some. Uh, there's some fucking joke about dinosaurs having brains in their tail. Uh, 
even those are bigger than in the Rockies had. Or yeah, yeah, even though Rockies only have one brain, it's not even as big as the one in my tail. Oh. Remember when we thought dinosaurs had brains in their tails? Yeah, because yeah, because there's no way they could have. What was it like? Synapses that could fire fast enough that could send like signals from sixty feet away, or something well, like that. And so they had I, to have yeah. second brains in their hips. Yeah, well, and then uh, it doesn't help. Uh, I believe it's stegosauruses have like a weird gland in their tail that apparently when petrified like looks like a brain. Yeah, same. I mean most glands do. <laughs> they kind of shrivel up or whatever. But... Yeah, yeah, no, no. But like it's like bigger than their head brain. Because they have a brain the size of a wand. So what you're saying is the testicle of a stegosaurus looks like a, <laughs> a brain when it's petrified. <laughs> no no no. Other glands. <laughs> there are other glands? And other glands. Oh and other. Steve, an animal the size of a school bus had a brain the size of Cameron the cat. Mm. That explains a lot. <laughs> but yeah, then a uh, little guy, he starts like saying like, oh, I would expect this from a son of a traitor like you. And then that's when shit hits the door. <laughs> bar fight! Oh, <laughs> I love made... this bar fight. Dude, when, when Rex like punches the little dude, he goes flying out like the saloon doors. I'm like, I'm already fucking in on this fight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is the it's that classic bar fight where one person throws a punch, then they throw a punch at someone else, and they throw a punch at someone else, and it's just a domino effect of punches happening. Yeah, <laughs> and of course, uh, you know, blonde girl with her glasses. Oh, I lost my glasses. Oh, she gets and... shaked like a baby. Like, is it <laughs> one of the dinosaurs or one of the cavemen? Like, runs up to her and just starts shaking her shoulder, like grabs her shoulder, starts shaking her. Yeah, I think it was one of the the Rockies or whatever. Yeah, it's, but uh, yeah, Mick ends up like stepping on her glasses. Oh no, I can't see now. Yeah, you know what's funny is that it happens in movies all the time when someone like loses their glasses, but then they can see fine the entire rest of the fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. I can tell you somebody who wears glasses, that's not how it works. Yeah, exactly. I'd be squinting the entire time. Wait, what's happening? <laughs> It'd be funny, like every three minutes or so, they just turn around like, has anyone seen Cindy or whatever the fuck her name is? I have a killer headache because my eyes aren't used to adjusting like this. That's right. Realism in a dinosaur movie? Come on, guys. That's every movie, though. It's not just the dinosaur movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what happens? So, yeah, so, yeah, after the bar fight, Rex is like, you know what? I've had a change of heart because some things are worth more than money. And I'm like, like, like not being eviscerated by a volcano? Yeah, I guess so. That's probably one way of looking at it. Right? Not the complete meltdown of your entire society. But he's like, hey, I know a secret way. Cool. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, the Rockies go and tell uh, Mr. Big, like, hey, Rex is uh, going to try to, I don't know, save us all from the volcano or whatever. And uh, because the little guy tells him he gets his reward, here's a cigar. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. This is when it's, it pans out from his like layer and it has the smokestacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Dacosaur <laughs> or Dinal. <laughs> Thank you. That was my blue letter joke. <laughs> Dacosaur. Uh so yeah, so they get to Sore City. Um I, I don't know. Everybody's like running out of there because they're like, ah, the lava's coming. The whole city's being evacuated. And they're like, that's cool, bro. And just walk right in. And, uh, I don't know, they end up climbing, like, to the top of this treehouse, and 
I, I don't know, Fori ends up taking some sort of like a bat lifted elevator to the top. I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what the hell's happening at this point. Yeah. Well, they get to the top, and uh, I, I, don't know, I assume they're where the Lost Boys are because they let Tinkerbell out on the world. I mean, and Tinkerbell oh, first, just... <laughs> first, he's, first, uh, the little dinosaur, 4E, starts talking to it. And he's like, Ee! I was like, oh no, that don't tell me this is how they talk to each other. <laughs> they start talking like Jawas. Yeah, then uh, yeah, the little Tinkerbell, basically just like a little light or whatever, starts going around and turn on all the lights of this uh, treehouse city, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> oh, yeah, it's pretty sweet. And then, um, I I don't know. They, 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 they're they like chilling, and then one of them asked one of the kids, like, hey, tell us about your world. And I'm like, guys, there's a fucking volcano that's about to go off. Can we uh, well, I was get like, to this stuff later? Right? I was like, hey, kids, why don't you explain fossil fuels? Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> what's fueling those towers? <laughs> those smokestacks over there. Well, kids. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, yeah, eventually, like the the girl and Mick, they go wandering off or whatever. Oh, the and, little uh, dinosaurs. I think at this point he goes to bed, so he's like hanging upside down like one of the bats. And yeah. I gotta say, my daughter thought that was really cute. She really liked that. Oh, she likes Fori. <laughs> she she did like Fori. I mean, he's pretty darn cute. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, Rex and uh, Tinny, the youngest one, they, he, Rex is basically like, hey, we're going to attack at dawn. And, uh, and and then they start, like, again, like, getting high and looking up at the stars and, like, oh, man, if we could transport into this place, I mean, maybe we could just make up any dimension and go to it, like a world with hobbits or sandworms or something like that. <laughs> Halloween Town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe I want to be in Hobbit World. No, no, I don't. The Shire is a uh, no. They're, they're too small buildings. Yeah, babe, babe, you're six foot eight. You want to? You don't want to live in the Shire. No. Uh, yeah. Well, I wouldn't live in the Shire. I'd be in like. Uh, was it Rip- El- the Elf Place, Riv- Rivendale? Oh, Rivendale, yeah, Rivendale, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like, yeah. Like- if you lived, if you lived uh, near the Shire, they'd call you like the homunculus. It lives <laughs> in the woods. They call him Gandalf. The Jesus Christ, you're tall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Meanwhile, uh, girl and Mick, they're just you know wandering off like Han and Leia, the Ewok village, and uh, they're like, hey, so we could be stuck here forever. At least you're good in a fight. And then they kiss, and I'm like, okay. Oh, she cool. he's like he's like, I don't think I can do anything good. And she has to stroke his fragile male ego. Oh, you're good at so many things. <laughs> and you've really changed since we got here. She has too. She doesn't have her glasses anymore. <gasps> Tell you one thing, I got hit on like two weeks ago. Of course I remember it because it's so rare. <laughs> you know, you're like, if I can clock that shit. And uh, I actually had my glasses on and my hair in a ponytail. <gasps> and I was wearing like a collared like man's type shirt. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Score. <laughs> Score one for the nerdy girls. And they're like, so uh, what are you doing there, sugar? And, and then you talk like, oh, wait, are you a girl? Oh, oh, oh I'm so sorry. Oh, oh my mistake. Uh, <laughs> this, this is awkward. <laughs> I thought you said your name was Cameron or something. <laughs> 
I thought Candace was one of those like unisex names. <laughs> anyway, here's your Vagisil. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I assume it's at a grocery store, right? Oh. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we cut back to Timmy and Rex, and Rex has something he wants to show Timmy. And I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> He's also wearing sweatpants. Yeah. I've noticed that this time. <laughs> And I'm like, oh no, please let the scene in. Run, Timmy, run. Luckily, that scene cuts, but then we just go to Mr. Big just laughing maniacally. And then back to what what Rex was going to show him. And it's. uh, I think that was the big reveal that he's actually a dinosaur. Oh, was that when the big reveal was? Yeah. It wasn't from the beginning. Uh, It wasn't the very uh, obvious silhouette. The moment that guy appeared, Steve's like, that guy's a dinosaur. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Either that or it's like fucking Brian Thompson <laughs> like trying to be Shao Kahn or something. Oh, fucking Brian Thompson. <laughs> Some huge dude. But, uh, but yeah, we cut back to Rex and uh, everybody, and they're rowing down the river Stinks, I guess. And uh, they're going to Skull Island, and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Where's King Kong? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> the only way to take out the Rockies is to get the biggest Rocky of them all. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then they and uh, Mr. Big counters by uh, calling up his big brother Godzilla to fight. Yeah. Oh, man. Better movie already. <laughs> Hollywood, the strikes over. Hit us up. <laughs> Actually, I'm not part of a union, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey. Me up now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm affordable. <laughs> Jokes on you guys should have made her part of the union. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the way to Skull Island or wherever they go by a statue of Rex's father, because uh, apparently he was a war hero, but then he also like apparently became a traitor later on. We'll find yeah, out why. They're they fighting a a big war against the Allosauruses. That the Allosauruses yeah. just overpowered them. There were too many of them. They were too strong. And I was like, you do know Allosauruses are smaller than T Rexes, right? But yeah, but they have three fingers, yeah. not two, like those little two Rexes. <laughs> Their arms are longer. <laughs> That's right. They got an extra like six inches of arm length. That's important in a boxing match. <laughs> it is. They got the reach. <laughs> <laughs> they have the ability to reach around it. Uh, you want? Never mind. So uh, anyway, what the fuck happens from here? Uh, there's a bunch of Rockies on a on a train because there's a train that goes from town to town. Dinosaur train. And, yeah, and Mr. Big's on it too. Um, and they go to the treehouse, or the, the they go back to the treehouse from Skull Island, and then oh shit, they're ambushed! Ah, Mr. They're attacking everybody. It's a whole big old fight, and uh, Rick basically Rex and Tops or whatever just start whooping everybody's ass. Yeah, and Rex keeps telling Timmy, "Go into the tree, go up into the treehouse and hide." And Timmy just keeps like he'll just run to the next route and hide yeah. behind it. Never once does he actually try to get away. Yeah, he's definitely like, I'll definitely not get cornered over here. Oh, no. And then Rex will come in and save him. And then he goes like to the next tree. Oh, but over here, I'm perfectly. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Timmy gets cornered and like Mick ends up saving him at one point. And then he has where they do. Oh, give me claw. <laughs> oh, is that is that when they find out about the uh, the remote control? Yes, Timmy finds his uh, remote control from earlier, and I don't know, just out of pure thought or whatever, hits the pause button. Yeah, this part is some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen, because not only does Mick, like, because as far as you know, they are 
you know, dozens and dozens of feet in the air in these tree houses. And somehow Mick jumps out of one of these tree houses, hits the ground, no problem, mm-hmm. takes out one of the dinosaurs. And even my eight-year-old was like, how did he survive that? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Plot. <laughs> yeah, and then and then for no reason, this has never been established before. This remote control that Timmy finds in his pocket has never been established before in this fucking movie. And he, for some reason, turns out, you know, pulls out a remote control and hits the pause button? Would that yeah. be your first reaction? Yes. <laughs> like, like, it, actually, it's usually mute for me. I, I just I just don't want to listen. But if you were like, <laughs> if you were being attacked, if you were being attacked and you knew that one of the functions on your remote control was going to help you, what would you Eject. Push? Eject. <laughs> That's what I said. Eject. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Eject and they just randomly get like catapulted out of the, out of the movie. <laughs> That'd be too much fun for this movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, because uh, cause the older boy, Mitch, he gets a smooch from his favorite girl and all of a sudden he turns into Billy Badass. And he yeah. starts kicking everyone's ass too. <laughs> yeah, and then of course, Mister Big, he sees the the remote doing the pause thing, and he's like, "Quick, get the get me that! It looks awesome. And I'll use the eject button, or I don't know, rewind or something." <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Timmy ends up getting like kidnapped because they split up for some reason and taken to the tower. Oh no! Yeah, I pretty much as soon as they said, oh, I have to keep a lookout for the Rockies, I was like, they're going to get attacked and the kids are going to get kidnapped. Guaranteed. Guaranteed going to happen. Yeah. But luckily, all they have to do is apparently hop into an elevator and then they're also in the tower. But I guess the first stop is the sub-basement prison? (laughs) Sure. Right? Okay, yeah. (laughs) Sure, why not? (laughs) Yes, where things are related to each other, even though it shows you a map at the beginning of the fucking movie, I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea how any of this fits together or works together. Yeah, but uh, they figure, I guess, they're going to the prison first because they're going to release some of their buddies or whatever to help mm-hmm. them in the big fight at the end. Uh, oh, man, but there's a couple of guards there. What are we going to do, Candace? Oh, we're going to throw our underage girlfriend or whoever at them so they can get horny and make sexual innuendos towards her. And she's throwing them right back, too. It was getting a little awkward. It was getting very awkward. I was like, no, don't do this. And at this point, she's also lost the ponytail. So she's lost the glasses. She's got her hair all slutted out, you know? So she's looking better than she was before. But she's also firmly established as maybe 15 years old. Oh, yeah. Maybe. (laughs) I'm here to meet somebody getting off. Duty. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, Candace, Candace, stay with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. This movie just made me so angry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, then basically she ends up grabbing a club and just conking, the, conking them both the fuck out. And then uh, they're like, I guess you really didn't need our help. You were just supposed to like, drag. like, yeah, I guess I'm just a super badass that way. Anywho. Yeah, that's, then they go... that's the point she should have realized. Just leave them. Yeah, all the men yeah. in her life, they're all dumbasses. She's yeah, got this. They're just holding you back, girl. Do you? <laughs> but then uh, they check out the prison. <gasps> they found Rex's father. My father! Oh my god. <laughs> I thought he was dead. 
<laughs> and, then, and then the dad's like, son, is that you? Oh, like, dad, are you okay? Blah, blah, blah. Like, yes. You see, Mr. Big used this potion that made me do whatever he wanted, and that's why I totally turned on everybody. It, was, again, it was a potion. This potion never established never. at any point earlier in the movie. <laughs> Cannot nope. believe how bad this was written. <laughs> Look, even if Mr. Big had like been giving it to a Rocky in an earlier scene along with a cigar before he roasted over or something. Or when he's talking about the war with the Allosauruses, the reason yes. why they hated them so much is because they had mind control drugs. Yeah. We get it. Allosauruses are Nazis. <laughs> but it definitely wasn't just, uh, I, I made a bad decision. Or, no, no, it was t- totally the potion. Yep, yep, yep that's what I did. Control it. potion. They gave me some of that fire water. And, uh, so you know, they're like, all right, well, we got to destroy this tower. And uh, the dad's like, I'll do it uh, by myself. You guys just keep going on and uh, I'll just blow it up here. However, I'm going to do it. O- okay. Totally enfeebled father who's been in prison for however many years. All right. He's fine now. We can totally trust you after you completely uh, betrayed our entire culture. Pretty much. Plus, it also is established in the movie that during that war of the T-Rexes versus the Allosauruses, every single Allosaurus was killed except for one, Mr. Mr. Big. Big. So basically, they committed genocide. These are our heroes. Yep. The hero of the movie is a genocide. (laughs) <laughs> what can i say but it was the heat of the moment and like you watch your heart <laughs> so all right so yeah then they hop in the elevator and immediately go to like timmy's interrogation where he's being like hung upside down and then mr big's like you know what enough of this shit let's just give him the potion and he'll tell us what we want and I'm like, oh, okay, really making this a, a plot convenience now. Uh, but they're like, eh, not so fast. And then they fight. And there's even a girl fight between the 15-year-old girl and this uh, Greta Garbo chick from earlier. Yeah, for some reason, she's like the uh, she's the reason why so many homo sapiens have Neanderthal DNA now. It's her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bicycle. I have higher than usual Neanderthal DNA. <laughs> why is that man i mean i'm assuming it's because my family's flat <laughs> yeah fuck i don't know tops is doing kung fu and shit um they oh, get yeah. timmy like yeah timmy's like hanging over the fire pit on the yeah. slowest rope in existence yeah <laughs> yeah but they they eventually get timmy down from there and they're fighting dudes left and right and uh I don't know, the remote gets kicked around a bit, but Timmy gets it. And then uh, Mr. Big gets zapped and then just fucking disappears. Yeah, he hit the eject button. <laughs> yeah. Either that or the tracking and just tracked him out of existence, or I don't know. <laughs> See, kids, with the VHS tapes. Uh... Be sure to clean your headers. That's right. Not let's say there was like. a, let, let's say there was a couple minutes on a certain tape that had been watched repeatedly and then rewound and repeatedly watched and again. It causes these wrinkles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask why. You watch YouTube clips. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> and then uh yeah, I don't know, the bad chick is now on their side now. Cool, because I'm like, wait, was she under a spell or something? 
oh yeah, I haven't been given that potion in the last five minutes, so I'm on your side now, or some, some shit. And it never explains it. For some, no reason, she just switches sides, other than just self-preservation. Yeah, I was waiting for the damn your son, but inevitable betrayal. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they take the elevator, and um, I don't know, Fori's gonna destroy it, let, destroy the elevator later, so no one else can escape. Cool. And then he gets a kiss from the bad girl. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. and then the Rex says to the girl, "We'll always have Tar Town." Yeah, I, I was like, "Wait, did they did they make love?" Yeah, th- th- <laughs> was that a deleted scene? Like, <laughs> did they hook up at some point? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rex's dad, meanwhile, is like taking out a support beam, I guess, but then it fucking explodes, and then explodes again, and the whole fucking tower blows up. And yeah, okay. Wait, wasn't it lava that was going to take out a volcano or something? <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, Steve. It's, it's a support beam, and then the tower just exploded. Don't worry about it. Yeah, the explosion headed off the lava. They fought fire with fire. Yep. And then uh, somebody mentioned, wait, lava wouldn't make it explode like that. This was obviously an inside job. Where's President Bush? <laughs> lava cannot melt steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, one of them like walks up to Rex. Is like, "Hey, sorry about your hero dad." Yeah, that sucks. And then I don't know. They go back to the beginning of the <laughs> beginning of uh, their adventure, and they're back by the uh, sleepy, farty, rocky guard guy. And uh, they just end up cl- clubbing his ass in his sleep. And then they're like, "Okay, we got to use this uh, this elevator plug the the fuse." Oh, that's right. Uh, Fori pulled the the fuse out of the elevator and he had to fly off with it because the tower is going to like immediately explode if they pulled the fuse. Cause that's how fuses work. All right. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So, yeah. so now they got the fuse and uh, they plug it in. I somewhere there by the doors that they came in at the beginning of the, the thing. And um, yeah, I don't know. Timmy is like, Hey, I want to stay here. This place is cool. Fuck home. <laughs> And Rex was like, hey, remember when I told you that story earlier about me getting the key to dinosaur to Sore City? And he gets the oh. key to Sore City. Yeah. No, Rex, no. This is a child. <laughs> and now you have herpes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cold Sore City. <laughs> <laughs> Cold Sore City. And then, uh, I don't know, he gets a kiss from the, the, the cave girl again. Cool. And then, so they got the fuse in, like, hey, wait, it's not working. Wait. Maybe it's the remote and not the fuse. Okay, I don't know. Whatever. It's your movie movie. And then, yeah, the portal opens. And uh, the the girl and Mick go through. And they're back in the lab. And they're like, wait, where's Timmy? Oh, no, I don't think he can. Oh, wait, never mind. He's here now. (laughs) And then they, uh, I don't know, turn off the TV. Uh, They walk out of the lab. And uh, dinosaurs have taken over the earth. There's a statue of Mr. Big in the White House. (laughs) You wish. Fuck yeah, I do. (laughs) And that's when the movie begins. Uh, But now the parents come home and, I don't know, they're like, Hey kids, we're back. Uh, Why are you in caveman clothes? That's weird. Yeah, they say, we got these from Mr. Big's dungeon. I would be calling the cops at that point. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Mr. Big's the neighbor three doors down? Uh, I got a call to make, kids. I'll be right back. 
I love how they're like, how's the conference? And I was waiting for them to be like, the what now? Oh, yeah, shit. That's why we were gone. <laughs> I don't know. But, but they're like, oh, yeah, we, we actually, you're not going to believe what we did. And we just got to show you. And it shows them like walking into the garage and then a zap noise and roll credits, guys. That's Adventures in Dinosaur City. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Uh, Candace, would you recommend this movie? No, no. <laughs> what? Not even a little uh, bit. <laughs> uh, what? What? What in particular is bad about it? <laughs> um, maybe the plot or the plot devices, or really the sexual innuendos with the underage kids. No, I, I'm the, sorry. I said the, the bad things. <laughs> well, the dinosaur and human sex, and well, I guess that is a positive. I, do. I like the implied portion of it, but <laughs> <laughs> I was oh god, I was waiting for uh, like later in the movie to find the uh, the hybrids. It was gonna be like a Doctor Moreau situation. I was like, oh no, this is why no one has seen this movie. <laughs> hey, how about you? Do you recommend this movie? You know what I would. This movie's fun. Is it perfect? Absolutely not. Is it a good little time? Absolutely. Okay. I'm torn because the movie is a goddamn wreck, like plot-wise and whatever. Oh, we don't watch there's it. There's nothing to it. I am actually really curious, though. Like the the way we watched it was on uh, again Russian YouTube or whatever upload. It. Uh, I'm curious what it looked like, like when it was brand new, like like on a new film or VHS or whatever. I, uh, did it go to theaters? It did not. Yeah, yeah. So it was like straight to VHS or whatever, like. Like a clean VHS. I'm curious, like what the costumes look like in high quality and stuff like that. What I'm saying is vinegar syndrome. Find a copy, and no, <laughs> <laughs> they'd have to get past all the copyright laws. Oh yeah, so that'll never happen. Anyway, <laughs> got, uh, you know what? Vinegar syndrome. Never mind. Focus on uh, the Congo 30th anniversary edition. Get all the interviews. <laughs> yeah. All the real special features, not all just the trailer on the Blu-ray. Right. Let us know what happened with the hippo that was the size of the T-Rex yeah. from Jurassic bigger. Park. It was bigger it was and bigger. underwater. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I shared that fun fact with a uh, black historian who shares fun facts, who shares something about the uh, the Jurassic Park T-Rex being the largest. And I was like, oh, you should definitely do some research on the uh, hippo from Congo. And literally the post the next day was about the hippo from Congo. Yeah. <laughs> you were having a rough day, which is why I didn't show it to you, and then I lost it. But. Oh, man. I don't have rough days, guys. No. Um, yeah, so, I don't know. If it sounds like it's up your alley, check it out. Chances are it's not, but whatever. Are you kidding? If they listen to this podcast, it's up their alley. <laughs> yeah, look, if you're a fan of Die November, you got to check it out. you got to be a completionist. It helps you to appreciate Jurassic Park. If you've seen Tammy and the T-Rex, uh, what's the Whoopi Goldberg one? Uh, Theodore Rex. Theodore Rex. Uh, Baby Secret of the Lost Legend. The Lost Legend. Uh, have you guys you... seen The Last Dinosaur? The Last Dinosaur? No, we uh -huh. haven't seen that one yet. Man, this is like a, a haunting childhood memory of mine. When it was 1993, Jurassic Park was coming out. You know, everything was dinosaurs everywhere. There's this magazine that had like a history of dinosaur movies in it. And so I'm reading through it and I see this movie called The Last Dinosaur. And I find it in a video store. And so I, I watch it and I guess I didn't know this, but apparently it's this Italian film. Ooh. I just remember that the dinosaur looked like it was a dude standing in a trash bag. 
<laughs> and there was this like surprisingly really good song about the last dinosaur in it. Like, of course, it's an Italian movie, so I remember the special <laughs> effects the and the score. There are no more. He is the last dinosaur. <laughs> it is the last unicorn song. Yeah. <laughs> um, America does the soundtrack for an Italian movie. I mean, I mean, I'd believe it. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to find it ever since because I'm like, I need to watch this movie again because it's haunting me from my childhood. So I was wondering if, if does it actually exist? I don't know. I'm looking up now. <laughs> it's called uh <laughs> it was like the Italian version or whatever though, so it was like uh La La Dino La Milia. The Last Dinosaur. Oh shit, I didn't imagine it. It's real. I mean there's yeah. a Japanese one at least. Not to be confused with uh Denver, the last dinosaur. I mean it could have been Japanese. I don't know. I just remember it was dubbed. And it had a really good score, clearly, since I remember the words to it. <laughs> So I just nice. assumed it was Italian. Oh, apparently it's on Amazon. Oh, so. all right, here we go. Uh, the Last Dinosaur, also known as Polar Probe Ship. What? <laughs> Japanese-American Takasatsu huh. production. This may not be the same one, 1972. Which this is, is definitely point? a 70s movie. <clears throat> Wealthy big game hunter Mastin Thrust Junior Thirst Thru, yeah Thrusta Junior has a multi-million dollar company Thrust Inc. which drills for oil under polar. <laughs> There's this too powerful. Called the Polar Borer. Uh, following one expedition, only one man, geologist Chuck Wade returns. He explains that while the drill was going through a routine check of the ice caps, it resurfaced into a valley of super that was superheated by a volcano. When the crew, except for Wade, began exploring the area, they were killed by a T-Rex. Thrust decides to go there himself to study the creature. He brings with him Chuck Wade, Bunta, a Maasai tracker. Oh, a Maasai Bunta, a Maasai tracker. Uh, Dr. Kawamoto and Frankie Banks, a Pulitzer Prize winning photographer selected by the press pool. So it's the last dinosaur meets Congo? Eh? But he's not the last one because they were, the first thing they do is run into a group of pterodons. I, I mean, I couldn't tell you about the plot. I just remember that awful, awful, awful dinosaur. All right, we're going to have to check people, it out. People who watch this also watched Death Kappa, Shin Godzilla. Rigo, King of the Sea Monsters, Jurassic World, The Land That Time Forgot, The Land That Time Forgot 1974. I mean, I've seen a lot of these movies. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> nice. Mm. Excellent. Well, on that note, uh, possibly next die November. Ooh. Uh, ooh, excuse me. Mm -hmm. On that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Yeah. When we come back, we have Mobia. What? Fun fact. <gasps> and what we learned from Adventures in Dinosaur City. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? 
Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where is my Nick Cage Pissing Fire podcast? Where is my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Steve Nizzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Hi, this is Johnny C. McGinley, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies. All the best. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of the adding. Oh, she said it. Thank you, Hey, I don't know about you, but uh, ooh, I'm a little thirsty. Oh, I'm still sober. Let's oh. fix this. Yeah. We have from Level Crossing Brewing in Salt Lake City, Utah, Jazz Loom. Pilsner, 5.4% alcohol by volume. Yeah, okay. Our Jazz Loon Pilsner. But are we talking uh but are we talking about this delicious beer? Or are we talking about its namesake? Why can't we talk about both? Let jazz and loons cohabitate in your mouth and minds. Okay. Smooth jazz took to camping, and we took to brewing our interpretation of a happy pilsner with a kiss of rye malt. Harmoniously mingled with German hops. I think I'm pregnant now. <laughs> yeah, right. So go put a <laughs> so apparently a bird in your mouth. Apparently a jazz singer loon just impregnated you. Yeah, just uh, mingled mm. in my mouth. <laughs> or the uh, the the loonies, the coins. You're supposed to suck on some Canadian quarters from a jazz artist. 
I don't know. Anyway, why don't you pop that top, babe? <laughs> My top. And the point. Beautiful, crisp, perfectly clear, pale straw color Pilsner. Gorgeous white foamy head, lots of tiny bubbles, and they're lingering. <laughs> Yeah, it smells yeah, like some white like a pilsner. Good. Steve loves a good pilsner, so he's been to Germany and drinking the pilsners. Mm. Yeah, mm. and he did not suck on a loon, as far as I can tell. Oh yeah, we'll uh, we'll on the hoppier end for pilsners. Yeah, like a nice uh, check angle yeah, to it. But... Hoppy pils, yeah. The the check pils are your favorite, right? Oh yeah. <clears throat> I remember we used to go to that little Czech restaurant and eat we whatever orders they were serving because they didn't have a menu. Yeah, they really didn't have a menu. They're like, you want appetizers? Sure. What do you got? We'll bring you some. Okay, cool. Oh, I remember like a couple of I remember yeah. twice when we went, it was like, how much do you want to spend? And you were like, I got 50 bucks. <laughs> and they just like kept bringing us stuff. Yeah, exactly. That sounds good. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, they didn't they, they didn't ask us about any dietary requirements. I guarantee you there was pork involved in everything. But including the beer. But yeah, this is nice uh, nice hoppy pilsner, but oh, yeah, nice and smooth. All day drinking, but keeping it excited. Was it Pilsner Arkell? Yeah, Pilsner Arkell. Yeah, that was what they from the keg. Said. Yeah, good fresh Pilsner Arkell, mm -hmm. the way God intended. <laughs> mm, that's level cross, uh, level crossing brewings jazz loon Pilsner. Try it now, anyway. Get it today. You probably get it in Salt Lake County. <laughs> Run! Don't walk to Salt Lake County. <laughs> Run! Don't drive. <laughs> oh but seriously guys like check out level crossing they're pretty cool dudes oh yeah well would uh either you ladies be interested in any fun facts about this movie i don't know steve are they fun facts super fun facts because they're fun fun facts well i guess there's only one way to find out all right rotten tomatoes no critic reviews what fuck those critics but there is an audience score Candace, what do you think the audience score is for Adventures in Dinosaur City? I'm going to put it at 25%. 25? Is he? It's the rye that's making it taste hoppy. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to guess that this is technically fresh at 65. Candace is closest at 40% with the audience. Ooh, I almost went 45. Right. Uh, couldn't find any budget or gross numbers. So yeah, I think it's straight to vhs or whatever when it came out really i don't know I, it's one of those like i'm sure it did decent on the uh home rental market because i remember seeing the poster and stuff but I, yeah. I, I don't know yeah i don't i don't even know like the production company i don't know anything about this movie yeah i i, I for whatever reason thought it was like a full moon production I'm like no way that's pre-hysteria <laughs> oh yeah if only <laughs> yeah uh but in his blog Greg Aronowitz claimed that he originally designed the dinosaurs as lankier and younger looking, quote, more like teenagers with a kind of grease feel uh, before settling for a bulkier and older looking design. You may be wondering, who the fuck is Greg Aronowitz? Uh, his career as a prop master and set builder includes <clears throat> I Come in Peace, hey. a.k.a. Dark Angel. Yeah, do, do you know this movie, Candace? I know of it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, the Dolph Lundgren against a uh, like alien manhunter. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, Space Invaders, Ghoulies Go to College, oh. 
And then we start getting into stuff like Dances with Wolves, Dinosaurs, this, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, Batman Forever, Lost World Jurassic Park, Batman and Robin, The X-Files, Saving Private Ryan, Castaway, Tomb Raider, The One, Ali, Minority Report, The Country Time Bears. Oh my god. Sorry, the Country Bears, Underworld, The Rundown, Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed, Monster House, Nomeo and Juliet, John Carter, 22 Jump Street, Transformers The Last Night, The Boys, Free Guy, Picard, and most recently, The Little Mermaid. Wow. God damn. That is a career. That is an upward trajectory right there. Catch him when he's not busy. Get him on the podcast. Uh, There were six scenes that were filmed, but cut from the North American release of the film. Because it was too much dinosaur sex with humans. Candace, what if I told you you had watched the international cut? Because these are the scenes that aren't included in the North American version. Timmy's father urging the kids to play outside before leaving. Huh. The kids entering the lab. The Rockies making a prolonged visit to Sore City. The Rockies having an extended audience with Mr. Big, during which Bear is incinerated. The Rockies making an extended entrance into the Tartown Bar. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, then, then how how long's the movie then without those yeah. scenes? Seven and a half minutes. And it makes it short on. And it makes even less sense because you're like, wait, why are the kids in whatever lab this is now? Yeah. And the last one is Jamie hoodwinks the prison guards and Mr. Big's tower. That's right. It was too hot for the North American version. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> and, uh, apparently, there's another cut scene from the domestic release featuring Timmy's mom and dad. At the convention with a room full of scientists all holding oranges in wonder after a successful teleportation exercise. And uh, mom is on the phone trying to contact Timmy while dad basks in the glow of his basks in the glow of his success. The funny scene was one of the director's favorites. (laughs) Oh, yes. It'd be hilarious. (laughs) Shenanigans ensue. Right. But ladies, we've reached the most important part. (gasps) What did we learn? From Adventures in Dinosaur City. Uh, Candace is our guest. Would you like to go first? I learned that dinosaurs were not nearly as big as scientists claimed they were. All those bones are a lie. They look just like us, just with dinosaur heads. That's right. I learned that uh, when, when Flintstone's uh, bedrock, you know, the property values sort of drop and the less savory characters move in. Turns out it's all just dinosaurs and it becomes Sore City. There you go. Guys, I'd watch that movie. <laughs> yeah, dinosaurs the, move in. The, the white fly in bedrock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> now it's bed sore, not bedrock. I'm going to start with the sore. Uh, I learned, like, hey guys, maybe we can just, like, make up this other dimension and go to a, you know, like a world with hobbits or like sandworms or something. No? No one? All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned uh, when you're being attacked by giant caveman, try using the remote. Just use the remote. I'm yeah. sure it's fine. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> well, Candace... It's all living. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, Candace, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? I sure do. It's the Bloody Bits Horror Show Podcast. And we also have patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. And even though this movie isn't in there, we do have 
our big Plex server that if you become a Patreon, you can join our Plex server. And then there are over 6,700 rare exploitation, horror, action, kung fu, any type of movie you could possibly imagine in our Plex server that we call the Blood Bank. So if you sign up at the $10 tier, you have access to all of that. That's right, including Theodore Rex, which will remind you a lot of this movie. A I think that's still movies, on there. <laughs> a lot of the movies you guys cover are in there. Yeah, it's like we plan it that way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus, like a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. You can also find me down at the local Artisan Collective and all around Ogden. Steve, yes. where can we find you? Oh, well, you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies. And you can also find me just about everywhere in Ogden, Utah. Yeah. Yeah. You know, selling wares and whatnot. Um, but yeah, guys, yeah. 2024 is just around the corner, and we're still trying to figure out what movies we have. So, you have any ideas for, I don't know, themes or movies you want to see on the podcast? Hit us up, EILF yeah. Movies, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon. You know also that. get signed up. I you might be able to squeeze in to get a holiday gift. Ooh, maybe it's November. It's getting late, but uh, <laughs> yeah, for just two dollars a month, you get access to all of our episodes early, and also a monthly uh, exclusive episode. God, we're up to 60, 70, 70 I think. Yeah, been doing it for a while, guys. We got a lot of exclusive Woo! stuff. Oh yeah. Plus, you, yeah, yeah, we, we we take care of our peoples on Patreon. So yeah, oh, yeah patreoncom slash yeah, movies. Woo. It's almost as good as joining the blood bank. Almost. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Candace. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Give me claw. Sandy will gain the posy shows its mighty force and puts us on the